You know, that's such a great word, renaissance, because I actually feel that today's entrepreneurs actually have to be renaissance people because, you know, we connect dots. So you can bring an idea from, say, your podcasting world, and you can pollinate it in a whole other industry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to season three of Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm, of course, Phil Better, and this season is presented to you by Unicorn Incubator. Unicorn is the largest rural incubator accelerator of its kind in the world. Located in southwestern France, its mission is to give entrepreneurs and their families their lives back while helping them build game-changing technology startups. Startups in the company are provided with a complete ecosystem for success, with direct access to proven funding sources, top-notch legal and accounting representation, access to the world's most generous business incentives, and most importantly, a dedicated sales and marketing accelerator that will put a startup's product or service on the fast track to success. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most feel better. And in this episode, we are talking and investing in Afifa Siddiqui, the founder and CEO of Canada Payroll Services. She's a multi-time CEO and founder, so I was really happy to get her on. And of course, she was Canadian on top of it. You know how much I love my Canadian entrepreneurs. Uh, We get to talking about how throughout her engineering career, Afifa has held diverse roles from technology implementation to project management to even business development. Uh, She shares some tips on how to succeed as a digital entrepreneur today in the HR field, which is to find the right problem to solve and with the aid of technology, use that as an opportunity to create scalable businesses and what's coming up next for her. Um, I want to thank her so much for being here. So um, a little bit about uh, FIFA. In 1999, she founded Kronos Consulting Group, a niche a niche engineering and science recruitment firm guided by her vision to improve the headhunting experience, a company that expanded it, expanded its services, offering to provide workforce solutions. And then in 2014, she started Career Leaf, a white label SaaS job board solution, which she uh, sold globally. And then in 2017, uh, she launched Canadian Payroll Services, CPS, to provide management payroll solutions to global companies hiring remote Canadians. This was such a great conversation to have. So uh, without further ado, let's invest in the conversation. All right, so now we're recording. Uh, Anifa, I'm going to explain quickly how the podcast works. It's up to you if you want visuals or not. We can always do audio. I have no problem. Um, It's a very simple conversation. We talk about your journey as an entrepreneur. Think of this as part of your, like, business card you can say what you want let a, let anybody know and then at the end you have i give you five minutes to pretty much pitch any uh any product or service you offer to help uh, the entrepreneurs in the uh, in the listeners and business owners that listen as well oh you know uh, um so phil i don't actually serve the entrepreneur community per se but i mean i'm happy to talk about about uh, the, the business, but I listened to, to your uh, your last podcast, which is quite fun. Uh, so, I mean, uh, I think it'll be a, a good experience, but I'm not sure I have anything for the consumer audience. Is well, that- Well, no, there, uh, there are, I do, no, 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 no. Do you offer services to uh, business owners? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but, I do have yeah. some business owners like that have companies that require HR and that. 
okay, so let me no companies like you know yeah yeah like C suite companies type deals. Yeah, let me just tell you quickly what we do. So Canadian Payroll Services, we are uh, what's called an employer of record service. Now, it's not that well known here in Canada, but in the US, uh, this is kind of commoditized service. It's a PEO, a professional employer organization. So what specifically we do is we become the employer for uh, American and European companies that don't have uh, company presence in Canada. It's very specialized. We're we're very... uh, um, (laughs) <laughs> well, that's that's perfect because I we I've never talked to anybody and that's super interesting. And obviously, okay. I do have international listeners as well. So okay, they can share your services with some of their businesses. Absolutely. To help grow the Canadian market because that's what all I'm all about growing Canadian yeah. markets. Now, I don't mind doing a video, but I but it is a podcast, right? So it's an audio yeah. format. Yeah, yeah, it's audio. It's just it's up to you because sometimes you know some people like seeing, so it's an easier conversation. Other people are like, I don't want you to see my hair because it's horrible, so we'll just <laughs> do audio. So it's really it's up to you. I don't mind. Oh, we'll stick to audio because the sun is in my eyes right now. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so give me one second. All right. So, Anifa, how about uh, we start? Oh, it's it's Afifa. Afifa, I apologize. No problem. You could say it backwards if you wanted. Afifa. Oh, that's true. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So you 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 started did you started payroll, uh, Canada Canadian payroll services, correct? Yes, Canadian Payroll Services is actually my third successful company uh, amongst probably a dozen (laughs) other let's call it failures which i think is common to the entrepreneur community yeah. right yeah. Yeah, yeah everybody even in uh podcasting you you always have yeah. one or two f- failures hopefully this isn't another failure for me so far it's doing great so i'm happy with that um so if you don't mind me asking what was your first uh first entrepreneurial business that you made So uh, 20 years ago, I launched a very niche specialized recruiting uh, agency, very specifically for big uh, industrial engineering projects. I myself, I'm a a, a power engineer, so electrical uh, engineering background. And, you know, after working for a, a, a decade in this space, project management, like I did all sorts of work. I, uh, I actually had my entire industry literally overnight disappear and it went to outsource India and China. It was I was in the electronics space at the time doing oh. applications engineering. And so while I was looking for work, I was um, I, I actually stumbled upon uh, the need for for really good uh, candidate focused uh, recruitment. So that's how I launched Kronos Consulting Group and the industries we served uh, uh, where we, we got some really great uh, brand success was mining, uh, oil and gas, infrastructure. So really big engineering projects. Yeah, that's that's some big businesses. So I'm guessing like SNC uh, level, yeah. level co- co- companies would be uh, in your uh, consulting Abs- group type deal. Yeah, so the consulting engineering uh, area, we became... Well, part of partly because I, I did, uh, uh, you know, some you work myself. Had those connections. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was I was a protection control engineer, so I knew the world and I knew how to speak it. And I think that's really the thing. You know, a, a lot of uh, I listened to see some of your other uh, folks and how you speak to your audience matters. 
you know, being able to, to use their language, their, their, you know, <laughs> their jargon. And mm-hmm. then, you know, that's what I found, like each niche that I built, because I'm a big believer of niches. Yeah. We uh, literally learn their language, uh, be able to speak to people like, you know, they, they understand where you're coming from. You know, another niche we created was in the renewable sector back when, you know, it was just starting solar, wind, geothermal. Uh, it wasn't that well known 50 years, 15 years ago. And, and so we created that niche for ourselves. That's, that's incredible. Not only did you jump in and into a niche that you started, but you created a full new niche just for the heck of it. Now, if that isn't entrepreneurial, I don't know what is. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if entrepreneurs do it for the heck of it. I, I personally have a belief that you follow the money. Because <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I do love creating stuff. Uh, but, you know, I, do, I also advise other entrepreneurs of maybe what and where to spend your time. <laughs> uh-huh. you're, you're helping out saying, look, I've already done this. This is learn from my experience, which is a great yeah. thing in entre- entrepreneurial things to do. I'd be like a mentor for the next group because if you're not helping the next group, nothing's going to innovate. Nothing's going to be able to help you push yeah. you to create new stuff. Yeah, that's something I love about entrepreneurs, you know, like like people listen to each other when they when they need and, and have to source advice you know go to go to your competitor build a nice competitive friendly relationship that's how mm. i uh met my husband <laughs> so there you have it people you can even meet the uh, the love of your life too you know so there that's, you go. that's yeah. that, that, that's incredible um yeah. so th- you this jump into this creating a new niche what what niche uh, the, in the solar era what business was that so, so basically, it's all the, the same, the recruiting company, Kronos Consulting Group. So I built that. And one of the things that, uh, um, like, I don't define myself as a recruiter. I, okay. I really am truly, I guess, one of those entrepreneurs. I, even when I was younger as, as a kid, I always had a side hustle before that term was around. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, I think entrepreneurs just have that that nature you, you find problems to solve and and you solve things that people will pay you for it's as simple as that and so chronos came out of my need to find work and as i'm interviewing myself i realized that that uh, i know all these people that these companies are having a hard time recruiting well that's the trick recruiting well so how would i want to be spoken to and that's kind of how i crafted you know, um, the recruiting uh, methodology, I'll call it, uh, for Kronos. And so, you know, every every uh, industry goes through cycles. So as I said, when I was in electronics, that whole industry sort of flipped, got outsourced, and then those jobs ended up disappearing. So, you know, people have to reinvent themselves. And I reinvented myself as, you know, in the recruiting world and working then in mining, then in oil and gas. Like we had this massive, uh, uh, amazingly good time when uh, the oil sands were at the peak, right? That turned into a a massive uh, niche market for us. But then after a few years, you know, then you get climate change happening, you get get all of a sudden a flip in in government and and nobody wants to fund those projects. So (laughs) let's go to infrastructure, build that niche market. And, you know, again, it's about following uh, where the projects go, because there's always going to be work happening. Like Mm -hmm. even in this pandemic time, 
there have been infrastructure projects being built. Sure, you know, some a lot of construction projects were put on hold, but uh, um, our big area right now in the recruitment side is in nuclear. So we work with uh, the nuclear industry and place very, very specialized people. That's that's impressive. Mm. But but that's not really where where um, uh, I'm focused right now. The no, Canadian, yeah. So. Just a few years ago, uh, I actually run experiments in Kronos, and this is another aspect of uh, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I I, I recognize, your the industries are changing, the markets are changing. Technology is actually a proponent of change. So you know you always have to be uh, either looking ahead, planning what's the next. That's the big thing I learned out of recruitment. There's always going to be change. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, what, you're, what you're doing right now, you might be doing great, but for sure it's going to go down because that's exactly what happens in, in the market. So I'm always running experiments. And Canadian Peril Services, uh, I knock on wood, it's been our biggest success. And it came as an experiment because I was looking for how do I use my existing um, business infrastructure. So I, I was payrolling contractors, like incorporated people, very specialized. And what we found is there's all of these uh, non-Canadian companies that want to hire Canadians. And so there we go. We stumbled into another niche and have never looked back. We had to literally spin out a whole separate company to service. That's amazing. That's exactly what I think like Gary Vaynerchuk is kind of doing in his world. He started VaynerMedia and you started... Chronos Consulting Group, and then from from that you're spitting out Canadian payroll services. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's super impressive. It, it's but you're doing it in a different niche, which is amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I well, I, I don't know if amazing is is the the word, coming but coming from coming from me who has no companies, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just starting yeah. my entrepreneur journey. So seeing someone who's been in in the the, the thick of it for so uh, for couple of years uh, many uh, a few decades blah, mm. is, is is it for me it's amazing because it's like okay this is something I can do like if I want I can go down this path with you know podcasting and I can end up doing multiples businesses being spun out of it so yeah I mean podcasting is amazing like I, I couldn't have imagined 10 years ago that like there's so many topics and there mm-hmm. and there are passionate listeners and you know folks who are really really uh, you know invested in learning they go and find uh, folks like you right and this is this is incredible to me to have watched this whole industry spin out and it's just gonna get better because like like even when you look at the sites uh, you know you podcasters you've even brought blogging along yeah. you know and blogging I know came first but look at the hop skip and a jump from blogging to podcasting yeah, and even from that, you have the video podcasts as well. You know, more of mm-hmm. a TV kind of thing. I'm. It's it's amazing because we. I feel like the next this generation, my generation, and uh, the mm-hmm. Gen Xs, and all, they all have you know taken what we our parents used to watch like TV and radio and made it mm-hmm. a lot more efficient so that everybody has access to it. So like podcasting is the new radio, YouTube is like the new TV. Yep. So you can have entertaining shows or you can yep. have, you know, sit down yep. Oprah type uh, things and it's you'll find yep. whoever you want so it's amazing. So you know what's interesting? Uh there's so much uh tech that actually waits for other tech to arrive. Like, for example, there was this whole concept and framework for blogging and podcasting. 
but it couldn't happen until we got really good high-speed internet, good streaming. Mm -hmm. That actually enabled the catch-up of all of these. And this is what I find fascinating about business in general and, and entrepreneurship. Like, for example, right now, you know, you know, the, the whole uh, electric vehicle market, yeah. you know, electric vehicles have been around for decades. What's what's stopped the proliferation of them, like the Teslas couldn't go anywhere until the battery solution was solved. Yeah. Right. So you're waiting for, for something to come along so that that, you know, you've got like these, At a these click of a finger it's yes. high speeds around because we already have we already yeah. know how to make cars because we've been doing it with the combustion engine for over mm -hmm. 100 years. And so that industry is already the most efficient. All we need is, OK, we need to invest in the, the battery. And because tech is like yeah. half, cuts the time in half and half and half every time mm -hmm. we make it, it like, just gets better. It's only in this last decade that we could make batteries for, for cars small enough that you can actually put them in the car. Yeah. Right. So, so that and then, of course, you have to get more life out of them. And then you, it's it's fascinating. And that like I've been watching that and, and it's going to go even more so. I mean, look at look at phones. Mm. We're actually carrying, you know, the bigger computers than we did. Like, OK, so I'm Gen X, too. <laughs> but when I first started, like I, I was one of the early Commodore 64 owners. And, you know, my brothers and I, we, we would like we would program on that thing, but there were so many limitations. So, again, you know, the speed of technology, I'm sure there were really, really bright people who could code and, and learn. Oh, yeah, of course, stuff. But th yeah. because of them, that's how we got to the, the cell phone where we are today. Yeah. Like if they yeah, didn't yeah. like like I watched something on Bill Gates uh, inside the mind of Bill Gates and he was explaining his story in the first one about how he kind of like stole data just to learn the code. Yeah. And thanks to that, you know, like if that didn't happen, we wouldn't be where we are with like Microsoft and Google and Apple and all that. So like, yeah. it's it's yeah. amazing to see the uh, the floodgates open with the creativity that we have access to now. It's mm -hmm. like a new, I feel like it's a new renaissance period. You know, mm -hmm. We just came out of a, a little mini dark age and we're going into this renaissance, uh, a new renaissance for us. You know, that's such a great word, renaissance, because I actually feel that today's entrepreneurs actually have to be renaissance people because, you know, we connect dots. So you can bring an idea from, say, your podcasting world and you can pollinate it in a whole other industry because you come in, you bring ideas and you don't have to be like, like this whole idea of, of sort of putting a box around people. That, I think, is what we need to get rid of. We need to, to allow this renaissance to happen because we can pollinate ideas from industry to industry, business to, to business. You know what I mean? Oh, fully agree with you. One of uh, the guys, uh, I, and again, this is really funny because I was watching another Netflix documentary that talks exactly about that, like removing the boxes and cross-pollinating. Yeah. And a guy who, I can't remember his name and I'm a little mad that I forget it, but a guy who Bill Gates considers one of the smartest guys, he's a multidisciplinary person. He's like, mm -hmm. he went from rocket science to anthropology to, um, to cooking to robotics yeah. and all this and he's just cross-pollinating all these ideas and reinventing and it's 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 amazing what what thank to the openness of the internet like i knew uh, uh the library of alexandria pretty much mm, yes yeah yeah it's very exciting times i tell you oh yes oh, yes um so you've like uh, i'm just going a bit more back to your story you've 
had multiple businesses that have been obviously six different varying degrees of success depending on the market mm -hmm. um what's another lesson you really learned from maybe one of the ones that failed you know always a good story from failure some lessons learned yeah so when i uh, first started chronos there was a, a another business i was running called uh, wasabi business development and it was really just again uh, i was freelancing and i was uh, doing business development for a variety of, of other companies because I, I a i was using it to learn myself to see what i want to be <laughs> in my next career but I would get these projects and very quickly I would lose interest. So, I mean, I learned a lot about myself, but, it, you know, it's not, it, it wasn't fun. You know, I, I wasn't able to be successful on behalf of my clients, even though the success came for me personally. But it taught me a lesson that, you know, if I'm going to go contract with someone, I am accountable for not just, you know, my own service, but, you know, anybody who works for me has to, you know, adhere to or deliver to our deliverables. So that was a, a personal failure as well as the business. But I, I, I learned so much from it, mm -hmm. you know, baking in the things I love to do into my own, um, you know, successful businesses, you know, bringing back that I do like biz dev, but I may do it completely differently from what my market needs. So then hiring the right people who can do the things that I can't. Yeah, that's... You know, that's a really important lesson, and it's uh, one that mm -hmm. kind of is echoed by uh, Sean Founder. He's uh, he did auto close. He's a SaaS business mm -hmm. guy that I interviewed uh, last week, and he was mentioning that um, one of his early lessons he learned he he had to learn how to hire and fire very quickly. So it's kind of similar to what you're saying. You have mm -hmm. this. You need to learn really quickly that you need to have the proper team in place when you do have running the business. Ad. Oh, absolutely. And, and in that whole hiring, firing mode, like, you know, take your time, hire, do the diligence, hire, hire well. But as soon as you realize that you don't have the right people, fire fast. So mm -hmm. I, we, I used to be the opposite. I, I used to hire fast and then take way too long. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so now it's flipped. Yeah. I think it's because people are scared of get, be, get becoming like, oh, he's a hor or he or she is a horrible person or they're a horrible person. Yeah. And you have to realize, no, this is the best for both of us because you're going to not be happy doing your job and I'm going to be mad at you because you're doing a horrible, crappy job and no one's mm -hmm. happy. Like, So let's cut ties. You can find something that you're happy and I'll be happy finding someone to replace you and everybody's everybody yeah. wins. And, and you know, just around that, in in my current business, Canadian Payroll Service, this is actually a service. Like we provide, uh, like when we do payroll, we also provide HR. And this is a great uh, uh, learning that people don't like giving feedback. I mean, bad feedback, people, mm -hmm. feedback that would help their their folks. And there's, a, there's actually a need right there, how to advise companies and HR groups or hiring managers to actually speak uh, in a way that gives people the good feedback so that they can improve themselves or to be able to arrive at that place where you decide no this isn't really working but to do it in a in a gentle uh way that people walk away feeling good yeah. and it's it's a whole reframe and because we we actually do that and help people i, I actually uh it started off just as you know helping clients out but this is actually part of the service that's yeah, another service that you provide to your clients yeah. which is which is awesome, yeah. you know? 
Yeah, like say you had a couple employees and, and, you know, you love certain things about them, but not other things. You know, we would talk to you and say, okay, what are the things that are not working? Just have a little, like, it's a little therapeutic even. It's (laughs) it's a business therapy session. That's what it is. You've just created a new industry, business therapy. Wow. Yeah, well, it's part of a package. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. If you need some business therapy. Uh, well, in the in the in the world of remote work right now, which everybody is, you know, we were already uh, servicing our like like frankly, I, I don't know how I did this, but I'm so loving it. It's six years we we never met a client. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, even now, like Zoom is great, but you know, we we only started using the video calls before it was all like just phone right yeah. and sell and it was great because again we're, we're also bringing uh, jobs to Canada we're bringing uh, 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 clients awareness that you know right in, in like we have such educated amazing people in oh, our country do. and it, it, now we're not losing it to a brain drain because we can do yeah. the jobs remotely which is great because that's just going to yeah. boost Canada in the world yeah, and and the need is there. I mean, there's a there's a lot of need all over the world, but but in the U.S. particularly, I mean, there's right now. I mean, I'm really hoping everything sort of settles down in 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 the various areas and challenges they're having in the states. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we're very ready partners, we're, and we're we're the we're the good neighbors. Yeah, you know? we're we're polite and <laughs> and professional, and we get stuff done, like we say. It, it, it's 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 like a national quality. <laughs> It is. It's it's something I noticed with all the the Canadian entrepreneurs I've interviewed over this last little while. The biggest thing is like, well, we give you value. Like even if we don't work together, we'll give you that that amazing yeah. value because you know what? It just makes the industry, it makes the world better. And why not make everything better for everybody? So yeah. it's like like yeah. the friendly next door neighbor when you need a couple sh- a cup of sugar, we'll we'll help you out. That's what we're here for. Yeah. And, and actually, it's, it's a very core part of my own belief system. You know, with Kronos, for example, when I first launched I, uh, my entire team, I would tell them, you know, even if there's people who don't, who are not part of our niche, anyone who has the courage to call you, pick up the phone and give them 15 minutes of your time. If you can't help them, tell them, no, you can't help, but give them a, some advice and some sound direction. And, you know, you do that, it, it pays dividends because people remember you know, I still get leads coming from, from folks I dealt with 10, 15 years ago, and I don't remember them, but I, they remember that I gave them advice and, and I didn't have to. <laughs> that's exactly it. It's, it. That's actually something really core to me as well, is just helping because I'm in all these podcasting groups and I have the experience, I have the ability because I've interviewed so many entrepreneurs that I'm learning their lessons. I'm like, hey, I just talked to this person. This is how they answered that type of question. So maybe that can help you. So mm-hmm. they're getting this free kind of, you know, therapy session as well. Business therapy. I think that's what podcasts can be now. Business yeah. therapy, you know, because you're getting to learn these things. Well, you're actually a, a, a very natural cross pollinator, right? Just due to the, due to the nature of what you're doing, mm-hmm. which is a great place to be. I'm very, very happy at it. It's mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite things was learning about different things growing up, like maybe not directly math, but if I talk to someone like a, 
a scientist and they explain passionately about something, I'm like, oh my God, that's interesting. I want to learn more. Or like, and by talking to you, I'm learning a whole bunch of business tips that you've learned, but also I never knew that there was a, a your market, your niche what existed. And maybe this is going to help other people go, oh, maybe that's something I can look into. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's the thing about, uh, uh, you know, entrepreneurs talking to each other because you never know where an industry is going to pop up. There's there's businesses and industries right now that just did not exist five years ago, 10 years ago. Yeah. Right. Podcast being one of them. You know, that that's that's one easy example. You know, there's SAS. SAS. Uh, so, so one of my other businesses is uh, called Career Leaf, and what we do is a very niche uh, job board software. So it's a white labeled product, SaaS based, and mm-hmm. it literally allows companies to launch their own uh, job sites, job slash recruiter hybrids. Anybody who wants to run a job board online, oh that's what we built, and we we brand it. In uh, part of what the next piece of it is to actually do the service end to help you actually launch it and make money. That's, that's pure. Wow. That it, the fact that you're like running three companies and still turning out experiments is amazing, but that's what you've learned from the being a remote, uh, um, um, uh, recruiter. Well, you know, Phil, the, the thing is, I'm not a recruiter. I'm an entrepreneur. I, I oh, Yes, that, no, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. No, but, you learned from but, your uh, recruiting business. Yeah. And, and what it's interesting is there's, I don't like recruiting, but I love the outcome of recruiting. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's a funny thing. And so I really focus on hiring uh, Good right people. people to handle yeah. that part of the things that you don't like. That's, that's yeah. another lesson that I learned from... Uh, communicating yeah. and, and talking with these the, the new digital entrepreneur it's learning where you can hire other people to do the jobs that you don't like so that mm-hmm. you can concentrate on growing the parts that you enjoy because you've already yeah. you've already made the template this is exactly what we need to do follow it and you'll be successful and people love when there's a template because they can follow it and it's like okay it's easy to do I don't have yeah. to worry because you can hire those people that do enjoy the nine to five you know but yeah. you also can have those entrepreneurial people that you're like yes you're an entrepreneur I'm gonna help you how about you want to run this and see where we can go with this yeah, I mean, again, you never know where that next uh, idea, mm-hmm. m- much less successful ideas, and that's why I'm a big believer in running experiments and, and exploring. And you know, I always I always have like a, a certain, uh, you know, part of the business that will be looking for either parallels, next adjacent, or you know, forward uh, next ideas. I think you have to. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's something that's. It's because I, I kind of just got a an idea just because of your uh, your career leaf uh, business. I'm like, well, I want to. I can create a place where podcasters can come find, you know, editors yeah. and like a fiber, Absolutely. but specifically a, for podcasters. As a matter of fact, I was about to say something similar to you that <laughs> that here's an area like because you yourself are an entrepreneur. There's all sorts of other podcasts looking for, let's just say, guests. You know, you can make a community for that. You can make a community for, you know, how do I differentiate my my site and, and my messaging around my podcasting? Like there's all sorts of services you could do because, I mean, I haven't come across someone like that yet. <laughs> oh, neither have I. I haven't found many specifics niched out to, because uh, mm-hmm. now it's just a general niche now. I can hit yeah. 
if I want specific niches and control that market, you know, but it's, yeah. it's so amazingly interesting. Yeah. 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 I love, I love where, where the world is going now. It's such an exciting time. I think anybody who's got the will to actually execute in an idea has a greater capacity for success these days. I, I think the world is littered with so many failed ideas because the execution isn't behind it. You know, and, and folks who can actually do the, that, you know, the cross-pollination we're talking about to go and actually have the willpower and the, the resilience to keep at it. Because sure enough, you're going to fall, you're going to fall, you're going to fall, you're going to fall. You just got to keep getting up, dusting off, keep going. And, and that's what builds resilient companies. So true. It, it builds not only resilient companies, but resilient people as well. That mm. we can go. I th- and I think that kind of is Canadians are really resilient because we do deal with going back to the weather because we had to be yeah. kind of our, our ancestors <laughs> yeah. or di- or people who choose to come yeah. to Canada. You have to have a bit of resiliency because oops, the, yeah. the weather, like 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 you said, last week was horrible weather and this yeah, week, minus 16 freezes your nose you can't yeah, barely breathe <laughs> yeah it's like what, what were you thinking coming over here like exactly yeah. but like i can understand like my ancestors like they kind of came over i've been a, a canadian my dad's side for like 25 generations whereas my mom's gener she's first generation like her parents chose to come here after knowing full well what the weather is like so like yeah. th- th- that shows how great our like our the blood and the people that we have in Canada are. We're resilient people, and it shows in everything we do. Absolutely, absolutely, and and I think we also are good entrepreneurs because you know for the most part we have fewer daylight hours mm-hmm. than the rest of the planet. Yeah, we have to figure out how to get things done <laughs> quick. Yeah. When it hits five o'clock, it's like nights, like seven <laughs> months of the year, like seven months of the year, seven o'clock. Yeah. Even six o'clock, it's nighttime and everybody's like, okay, it's time for bed, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also we have so many vast different, like each province has so many different people. So mm-hmm. the unique entrepreneur businesses that come out from there is also great. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. The hardiness of our of our land actually does build very robust. And, you know, it's, it's like our companies are also sought after. I mean... I don't know uh, um, in the in the whole equity space, for example, there's so many companies, they just very interested in, in uh, uh, how Canadian uh, companies and partnering with us, you know, and this is not just uh, from the US, it's it's a worldwide interest in, in Canadian entities. It's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, no, I'm super interested because I, I, I work mm-hmm. in the finance in- industry as a day job as mm-hmm. I build my side hustles and I see it as well. Like the businesses that we are dealing with, I'm like, Oh, so we deal, we have their client, but I thought mm-hmm. they were like, and so it's really interesting seeing because you, I see these big businesses working that I thought were only in the U S but yeah. are international and they're here in Canada. So it's nice to see. Yeah. 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 No, we're doing good in the world. Mm-hmm. Many you know, slow, slow and steady. Everybody didn't count Canada, but we're coming in. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are the size of like half one of a state, right? <laughs> yeah, we are. We are like the the second largest uh, country in the world, landmass wise. Yeah. So makes sense, you know. It took yeah. us a little worry, a little while to get get running. Um, Fifa, I want to thank you so much. We're coming up to uh, the end of the episode. If you have any, you know. 
another word of wisdom or anything you would like to share uh, final thing with my guests, please, uh, the, the floor is all yours. Um, so I would, when people say, you know, what, what, what's a good idea? What could I, what could I do as a business? You know, I always go back to, to first principles. Do, solve a problem. Find out where there is, be, be a, the business first responder. You know, have have this uh, notion that, that anywhere that there's issues happening, that's where entrepreneurs need to run to. Find a, a way to either deliver a better product, a better service, solve that problem, and do it really well with great customer service. You do that, and people are willing to pay you, you're onto something. And, you know, th this is as opposed to, you know, that other model where build it and they will come. So, you know, of the two, I, I really believe you solve a problem, you, you get people happy. That is what's going to build your resilient business. People will then recommend it. It, it alleviates actually a lot of marketing because it, it ends up being word of mouth uh, referrals. And that's a great place to start. Oh yeah, and it's 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 even better because you get that more trusted brand feeling mm -hmm. from it. Because if if this big business over here, or if my buddy John is saying it, you're a good business person to work with, then you're obviously someone good to work with. He doesn't just work with anybody. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that is uh, some very wise words. Thank you so much for being a guest, uh, Afifa. It was a pleasure talking with another great Canadian entrepreneur on the show. And uh, I want to wish you a very lovely evening. Well, thank you, Phil. It was great chatting with you. And uh, sorry I was late. <laughs> oh, no worries. No worries. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Guys, I want to thank Afifa for being an amazing guest. Uh, make sure you check out her LinkedIn and her websites uh, for her businesses. They could be of success for you guys maybe you never know uh i would suggest just checking them out that could help you or someone you know uh so again thank you so much afifa for being a guest on the show uh remember guys if you want to watch me launch a podcast live uh you can check out my pr facebook profile uh find me on facebook at phil better it's very simple i am the uh, devilishly handsome one but ladies and gentlemen i want to thank you again for listening to the podcast and i wish you a pleasant evening and remember to invest in yourself